And so now the Bears go in to the bye week four and eight, four and eight. And it's not bad. Uh, I could obviously looking at my preseason projections, I thought it was going to be a little bit better than that. But you start to think about some of the opportunities that were missed early in the season. And, you know, in fairness, you know, we can look back at some of these games like, ah, we could have beaten the Vikings the first time around. We could have beaten the Saints and things like that. But if we really look at the schedule and the way that the games broke out, I think there are two instances. Looking back now, I think it's fair to say that we should have held on against the Denver Broncos, one of the hottest teams in the NFL. And we should have held on against the Detroit Lions. And even holding on in just one of those games, five and seven feels way different than four and eight. Six and six would feel a lot different. As a matter of fact, I don't know how the playoff picture would look, and I haven't spent too much time worrying about this, but if we were not the seventh seed, we would certainly be in the hunt. Like, that's the one thing that you want. I, I think that our goal for the next couple of weeks is we want to get into the graphic of being in the hunt. We see like the Washington Commanders, a team that we destroyed. Every time they show the playoff race for the NFC, Washington is in the hunt. They're not close. They're five and seven. They're one of these five and seven teams, but they're in the hunt. They got to include them because they have five wins and the fans would get a little, up, little upset. We are so close to being there. And it's amazing because... Number one, we still have the first overall pick in our sights because of the Carolina Panthers. Thank you very much. But at the same time, we're actually playing pretty well. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. And I, I think that we're a lot closer than people are giving us credit for. But we'll talk about that because we got a great show lined up for you tonight. Something special this evening. So, Sammy, let's just go ahead and start the show. Good blocking on the perimeter. And that opens it up for Tyler Scott. Ah, that's right. It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. It's typically time for Take It to the Rank, but something special this evening because playing on Monday Night Football, our schedule got a little bit uh, compacted. So we are going to bring on the man of the hour himself, Tyler Scott of the Tyler Scott Show, here to celebrate a victory. For you can turn on the lights, Tyler. You don't have to hide. You don't have to hide anymore. You're allowed to have a life. We won a game, so you're not. You're, you don't have to hide. Not you know, all those guys are not sitting there on their social media handles saying this guy better be cowering in a basement somewhere. You are now allowed <laughs> to go out and, and greet everybody. You can go to Trader yeah. Joe's and say hello, say hello to the barista at Starbucks or whatever. How are you feeling after another great primetime win for the Chicago Bears? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Feels good. Feels good. Um, you know, we, we have a saying, you know, win now and, you know, feel good, especially after the bye week, you know, yeah. you know, win on Monday and, um, you know, feel good for the next, I mean, however many days we got off until, you know, the next game day. So, um, you know, it feels really good, you know, to go into the bye week, you know, with a win. So, yeah. 
You know, I was going to say too, because I know a lot of people came up to me at work on Tuesday morning or just in general. And they were like, ah, that was, that was a, that was a kind of a bad, I'm like, I, I don't know what they were watching. That was one of the greatest uh, games I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Like there are times, and I know that you weren't a part of the team last season, but even this year, there were games I could think of the, the Detroit game, the, I could think of the, the Denver Broncos games, two games I was just talking about a moment ago where you guys scored a ton of points, moving the ball up and down the field, things go wrong. You lose a game. I don't care how it's done. I love victories. I love winning. I saw the shots of you guys in the locker room, and it feels like you you feel the same way. No, definitely, man. Winning, winning is hard, man. Winning is hard in the NFL, and um, you got to cherish each moment. You don't never want to get into a place where, you know, you get complacent with winning, you know. And um, so, um, you know, yeah, winning is hard, you know. And so you, you work hard throughout the week, throughout the season, um, throughout the offseason to, uh, to get victories. And, you know, when you get them, you, know, you want to celebrate them because you know everyone has a hand and a part and a piece into into the puzzle, and um, you know they're hard to come by. So um, you, you celebrate every win; you never take it for granted. I always, I'm always amused by people too who who love. Listen, they they probably have nothing in their lives to celebrate, so they go on to social media and like these guys are celebrating a little too hard. I'm like, no, it was a, it was a hard fought game. <laughs> like were. it is, it is very difficult. Like it is not easy to win ball games. You should celebrate. I think, and I think anytime that you're able to win in the NFL, uh, where it's not a 162 game schedule or something like that, you should enjoy it. Like that's the whole point of playing. Yeah. Each, each week it matters. Like that's, that's different from all the other sports. Like each week in the NFL, it matters. Like each game matters. You know, you can't just go and take, you know, nights off. And I think we mentioned that in one of the previous uh, episodes before. It's yeah. like, you know, certain sports, you got, you know, 162 games and, you know, you got 80. You know, 82 games, seasons, and things of that nature. Like, you can you have nights where you you can take nights off or, you know, you could, um, I'm going to rest up a little bit. Like, in the NFL, it's like every game matters, you know, and they all, you know, matter at the end. You know, when it comes looking at playoff picture and things of that nature, divisional games matter that much more. And so, you know, you only get, you know, 17 guaranteed opportunities, and um, you have to make the most of them for sure. There are no Kawhi Leonard's on this squad. Everybody plays oh. each and every. I'm sorry. Was that uh, that was me taking the shot, Kawhi? Not not. Ty, no, I'm sorry. I didn't. I shouldn't have done that while you were here because now people are like, "Oh, look at this guy!" Like, no, but still at the same time, there are no off weeks in the mm -hmm. NFL except for your scheduled bye, of course. I want to talk a little bit about the game, or actually, I want to talk a lot about the game. Yeah. Now we get into a situation, you know, controlling the game the whole time up by a couple you're like okay it feels like it felt like we were going to put it away unfortunately justin fields you know has the fumble minnesota mm -hmm. drives down and scores and then there's another fumble okay. but you get the ball back and there's an opportunity to win a football game justin fields has two fumbles on the day what was the mindset of the team like how where were your where was your confidence level when justin and you guys went back onto the field for that potential and what eventual i should say winning drive yeah, I mean, in the NFL, all you need is a chance. You know, that's all you need is a chance. You know, we, we got a turnover. Um, like I said, let Justin with that second fumble got the turnover. But defense held strong, um, you know, holding them, which really, you know, they took some time off the clock, you know, used some timeouts, whatever. You know, they gave us, I think, almost two minutes, you know, still left in the game um, to go win in, in the NFL. That's a lot of time um, to drive down. And we only needed a field goal. It was like we needed a touchdown. And so, um, you know, the mindset was, you know, that happened. That was in the past. Got the ball back, trusted the defense, put us in a great opportunity. And, you know, we had a chance to win the game. You know, I feel like we had, you know, a lot of those opportunities, you know, slip away in our hands in the uh, New Orleans game. 
Um, mm -hmm. I can think back to where we just had multiple opportunities with the defense, you know, stopping them in midfield, had great field position, but we kept turning the ball over, not executing things of that nature, and we just couldn't finish. And we got an opportunity um, to, to, to replicate that again, and that was a huge – emphasis and practice um, this past week, you know, Coach Luce, you know, really put on both the offense and the defense was kind of that last four minute football period was, you know, the biggest in, uh, the biggest thing to, to take away from the last kind of couple games that we didn't win was just our finish. We, we just didn't finish, you know, played great throughout the game, but when it came time and the crunch time to, and the got to have it moments, um, you know, to, to win the game, we just weren't finishing. And so that was a huge emphasis this week and it showed itself in the game. Um, we great, great job by Justin, you know, um, not putting his head down and not just being discouraged and going out there and just kind of like, oh, it's over, you know, um, mm -hmm. went out there with confidence, made, you know, great throws, great decisions that drive. Um, and then obviously, you know, had the dagger there, um, you know, to, to put us in a position to win the game. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that people haven't talked enough about, because one of the things that really annoys me is that people will be like, well, it could have been better. Like, cause I, I, I ask people on social media, I mean, obviously you follow me. So you're like, you see me like what I, I just sometimes don't understand what people want. Like, what more do you want from, we know that Justin can go out there and throw four touchdown passes in a game. We know he can go out there and run for 150 yards. But I think one of the biggest and perhaps a, a fair complaint is that there, there needs to be times where the games are closed out. And we saw it in Washington they were, you guys were playing with a lead when he makes the throw mm -hmm. to DJ Moore that he takes right. to the house for the touchdown, puts it away. But we hadn't seen it when you guys were down. And right. this was exactly when you – and I thought the whole sequence, I thought the timing of it, I thought you used the clock expertly. Like, you yeah. left them no time. Like, you gave them one Benny Hill play at the end of the game. That was it. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that I think that was kind of like – like, people kind of glossed over that. Like, yeah. there was two minutes. Like – and that DJ Moore play happened where he could have, you know, you, you could have kicked, you know, you could have tried to score again, but nope, you bled the clock. Yep. I think there was a lot of things going on. Like I, I felt very impressed with the way that final two minutes goes. How did like that? Just when you got back to the locker room, like, is there, I know before everybody comes in and everything it's like, is there a sense of like relief though? Like it, it, is it, does it, does it kind of feel like, again, you guys put in a lot of time hammering out the four minute drill like, was there like also a sense of relief? Like we did it. Like this, like it feels like you're turning the page and, and yeah, moving yeah, forward. Yeah. No, definitely. No, definitely. I mean, you know, after, you know, I mean, it's, it's, especially in the football games, there's so many roller coasters up and downs and, you know, it's a lot of things where it's just like, oh my gosh, it's just like, you know, you're all over your seats, you're all over the place, you know, cause you know, also as a, like, I mean, even during playing the game, I'm watching the game as well from the sideline as a fan, you know, I'm mm -hmm. over here like, why do you do this? Or, you know, why don't we do this? Or, you know, you, I mean, you're, you're, you're part of the game. And so, um, you know, there's just so many up and down roller coasters during the game. And then we get to the situation where we have adversity where, you know, it seems like we had like when you really like watch the game, it felt like we had control of the game. Yeah. You know, we we're moving the ball. The defense was getting turnovers. They were stopping them. I feel like Minnesota had no offense. It seemed like we were just steadily moving down the field, but just couldn't convert and turn things into points. We got great field position with turnovers, but just for some reason, couldn't turn them into points. And it was like. It seemed like we had control of the game, yeah. but it was just like it's. It felt like they were just right there, though, you know, just kind of right there knocking. And um, you know, got to a point where you know we had the lead, and then reversed. Then they gained the lead in a game where it felt like we had control of it, you know. So there's just different adversities and things that strike. And then you got Justin with the fumble, and then he had another fumble late. Um, so I mean, there's just like so you have all these different emotions, and then to go out 
execute what you do, what you practice, what you made an emphasis about, um, you know, leading into the week was, listen, we have to finish. We have to finish games. We practice this four-minute ball time management, you know, from, you know, just the coaching staff and the players, which is a collective effort there. Um, and to go out to execute all the different four-minute football, two-minute football, um, and then go Toro situation where we didn't have any timeouts. So once we took a knee, we had to get the field goal team, you know, out on, you know, the, we yeah. call it a Toro situation. You know, everyone getting over to the sideline, not, you know, running into people and not having, you know, 12 men on the field, you know, guys making themselves eligible, you know, on the field. Like those type of things that you practice, you know, during the week, they come into the, you know, come into fruition during game day. And to be able to just knock it down and to execute, um, that's just good complimentary football by everyone. Um, so, you know, those are just things where you, you definitely feel relieved and, um, you know, just you just feel like, like I said, it feels good once you, you practice something um, each week and those situations come up in the game and you're able to execute at a high level. Yeah, and you want that to become the standard because we see yeah. other teams do this. I mean, like, obviously we're fans of football. I'm sure you're watching the Philadelphia Eagles game on Sunday and, like, the Eagles look terrible for a long time. Like, we've seen stretches of football where top NFL quarterbacks, be it Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, yeah. even, you know, Josh Allen in some situations, where they're just like, things are just not going their way. And you're like, oh, this team could lose. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, wait, now, here they come. Here comes yeah. here comes Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I want to I get to that standard, but you can't, you can't do that for a second time until you do that a first time. And that, right. was, the, that was the time for Justin Fields. And I think that... You know, again, this is the curmudgeonness of Bears fans sometimes is that they just can't celebrate it and recognize like, hey, this was this was something new. Like we've seen yeah. way too many games and where we've controlled the game. Yeah. We make a couple of mistakes and then it, it goes haywire. And it's like, OK, well, then here we go. But now we reverse that against a division rival in prime time. I'm sorry, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I'm sorry that you got paid to watch that game and you're moaning about it. I thought it was a delightful contest. And I enjoyed every second. Well, I didn't enjoy every second of it. Uh, there were some things I didn't like. Number one, how does how does Kyler Gordon get a penalty when his <laughs> face mask gets ripped off? Please tell me. Now, I don't know if you guys have gotten together since the game or anything like that, but there better be a text thread going around wondering why Kyler Gordon is got his face almost ripped. Not only that, but Brandon Powell's sitting there throwing rabbit punches like he's yeah. in the octagon. And the referee's standing there thinking like, yeah, no big deal. Oh, you are taunting him. What, right. by, by getting hit in the back? Was that one? Was that when I was taunting him? Please tell me you guys have been talking about that. Uh, I haven't talked about it since, but I've definitely seen it. Um, you know, I've kind of seen it just kind of circling around social media. Uh, I didn't see that. I didn't – I mean, I was obviously on the sidelines, so I didn't see kind of what happened. I just kind of seen the, the end effect of it. I yeah. seen his helmet, just the way the face mask was. I was like – I've never seen that in all my years of playing football. I'm like, how does that even happen? Like, yeah, how does someone? Now I'm like, did it? Because I didn't know it was like a like a like a little scuffle. Like, I didn't know they like he ended up like getting punched on and things. He basically got jumped on the Viking sideline, yeah. so I didn't even didn't know any of that happened. So I'm like, how did that happen during a football play? Like, what exactly, you know, goes down for you to be in a situation like that? And then seeing, okay, he actually had his face mask ripped off, and yeah. so, um, you know, I've seen that, and then I heard all the coaches kind of yelling like, hey, he's his face mask was ripped. His face mask was ripped, and they guy gave us a penalty. And I was like, okay, so that makes no sense that his face mask gets ripped off, and yet we still get a penalty, and it's taunting. And I'm like, I don't know how that logically makes sense at all. Um, but yeah, no, that's definitely a confusing moment in the game where I'm I'm pretty sure that the they'll end up probably sending that to the league to to review. Oh, they better next time you see Tyson Bajan 
grab his face mask and try to rip it off and see how much torque it takes to remove. Yeah. Like I went down cause in our office, when you walk into our office, like we have like every team's helmet is up on this thing yeah. on this display and they're real NFL helmets. And the next day I was telling someone, I'm like, try to rip somebody's helmet. Like try to rip the face mask off of this. Like you really have to torque this thing to yeah. get the, to rip yeah. the screws <laughs> off of it. The sc- I'm, I'm going to say screwed in. So I'm screwed like, in. It's screwed in. It's like legit. It's not paper mache. Like this is a real no. thing. Um, but that was kind of ridiculous. But I do, but again, these are small things that you just kind of like, who cares? I mean, like part of me is like, I don't care because we win the game, but it's like Brandon Powell, like, Okay, you're lucky that we've played twice this season. Um, you're yeah, somebody that I hope I hope that we remember uh, next year. I'll remind I'll remind Kyler Gordon. I like I'm going to need to remind Kyler Gordon uh, next year, but I can't wait yeah. to talk about that. I do want to ask you though. Um, I know the game plan this week. Uh, there were a lot of screen passes. You know, going up against mm-hmm. Brian Flores with the zero blitz. Yeah, when you're going into a game like this, and obviously we ran a bunch of screen pat. We so listen to me. I'm still doing it. Um, of course, there were a lot of screen passes called. Yeah, the fans like I make jokes. Everybody make everybody's got jokes and everything. What is the game like when you go into a game? Do you know like that's what you guys are going to try to do? What mm-hmm. is the message? Do you kind of like anticipate like this is this is how we feel we can combat this the best? Yeah, I mean, there's there's different options that you have, um, especially coming into a week like this. Um, we knew, like I said, they were a huge um, cover zero show team. So a lot of times they may show zero um, and may back out of it and drop eight. Sometimes they'll show everybody and, and bring everybody. I think they're the most uh, – they, they blitz the most out of any team, you know, in the NFL. So we knew that coming in. And because of that, um, you know, there's usually going to be one guy um, or two kind of, un, you know, left unblocked. And because of that, that means you really got to just get the ball out, you know, get the ball out on the edges. Because um, once all those guys rush, that means in the back end, they're going to be light um, as far as just having guys to tackle. So really the game plan was just get the ball out to, in the playmaker's hands so we could run. You know, we had a lot of great, um, you know, catch and run plays with DJ and things of that nature throughout the game um, where we got a lot of positive yards. So, I mean, when looking at those things, yeah, when – you know, it's 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 uh it's hard to just kind of sit back there in the pocket when you got you know guys coming and sometimes you have guys that are unblocked. You know, you don't have as much time as you would a team that doesn't blitz as much. And so, um, you know, we definitely knew coming into the game that we're gonna have to just get the ball out quick, really stress the edges um on a team like that. So, um, yeah, just coming in, it was definitely part of the game plan for sure. Um, if they gave us the look. Yeah, and I mean, like, and again, it gets frustrating. But again, had we been able to execute a couple of times in the red zone. Or at least when we got close, we did have to yeah. obviously twelve points, four field goals. Uh, Cairo, how like when Cairo missed one, I was I would I could not tell you how shocked I was. Yeah, like you're like what what has happened? Like yeah, no, I, I was too. I was like, yeah. you missed one. Like what? what? Like I, I didn't know that was I didn't know that was possible. It's kind of like yeah. uh, you know it, when a when a golfer that just hits one out of bounds. You're like, how did that happen? Like it's you're so right. automatic. Uh, but when when the game was on the line, of course he made it. Uh, what was the trouble? Like what what was happening in the red zone? Because obviously they were doing or when we got near the the red area. Like what was the what was the difference there? Because it would have been nice to punch in a couple of touchdowns. Yeah. Had that happened, that game would have been put away early. Uh, but again, you know this this goes to you know fighting through all this stuff. What were they doing? Uh, why were you unable to get into the end zone? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think, you know, coming back, looking at a couple of plays and also just kind of listening to guys on the field. I mean, they just made great plays at the end mm-hmm. of the day. You know, they get paid too. And, um, you know, they just made some good plays right at the, 
you know, right place at the right time. You know, they had a great pass breakup there in the red zone. Or, uh, yeah, kind of in the red zone area with DJ. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I forgot. I think it was Murphy. Um, had a nice little pass deflection. He just played it good. You know, that was one of those just that came over. It's like, yeah, you know, he just played it good. You know, so I think, you know, I think there's just a lot of times they called the right coverage. Just were kind of in the right place at the right time. Kind of maybe anticipated some things. So, um, you know, I mean, it was just credited in for what they did um, as well. So, um, but at the end of the day, we won the game. Um, you know, so I, I guess that's all that really matters is, you know, they may have a great game plan called you know, in certain situations, but we had more game, great game plans as far as calls made, you know, throughout the game to put us in position to win. So, um, so yeah. You see a lot of the analytics people too, or like don't settle for field goals. But I thought that, I thought it was a, the proper state of mind to be in because after watching the first couple of drives with, with Josh Dobbs, I felt really confident in the defense and I'm like, okay, like oh, this, sure. this is, sure. this is handled. Like they're, they're not yeah. scoring a ton of points. I know that sure. the touchdown drive being what it was, Okay, fine. Um, you know, you can't hold teams down forever. Yeah, they're gonna, and I, they're, yeah. And I firmly believe that if we needed to go down and score a touchdown at the end of the game, we would have been able to do that. I could even tell, like, oh, DJ, yeah. as great as he is for fighting for extra yards, kind of understood the situation when he got the big 35-yard pass there to set up the field goal, uh, mm-hmm. the winning field goal. Like, he kind of knew, and you're just like, okay, let, this is what we need. This is all, yep. like, it's Cairo Santos. We don't really need to get too much closer. Yep. So I really appreciated that part of it. So what do you guys, I, I would have though, I'm, I, I gotta be honest. I, I was, I was hoping for a deep shot for you. Like I, yeah. I was, I was yeah. hoping like, you know, why, like, was there any, like, was there just no looks given? Like, even if it wasn't for you, but perhaps to Darnell or somebody like that, I felt like perhaps you could have taken a couple of shots deep. What, what was there anything there? Have you watched the film? Like what's going on? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think just kind of with the uniqueness of what they were doing, um, you know, it just wasn't really, I guess, necessarily called for. I know we did have a couple, um, I wouldn't say necessarily like deep shots, um, but we had combinations and route combinations. We had guys going deep, mm-hmm. you know, with a team like that. Um, you know, I know there was, I know there's specifically one play I was lined up out there and, um, you know, I felt like they were bringing pressure, just kind of caught it out. And, you know, I, I don't know if it was just because I was out there or what, but they were oh, like, stop. hey, watch the shot, deep shot, deep shot, deep shot, whatever. And um, I ended up running like a uh, called a pylon route uh, mm-hmm. and like 15 yard kind of just go ball towards the pylon. And um, they just kind of just played over top of it. Okay. So like, so that's just one of those situations. I think there's, it was just mostly a lot of situations where they just were kind of in the right place at the right time of the call. You know, um, I mentioned last week, like, you know, when you're having game plans and just the game of football in general, a lot of things have to go right, um, you know, for on all different fronts, you know, for things to really execute, you know, from play call to, you know, the defense being in the right coverage, you know, for certain plays and what you feel they may be in um, to just the protection to the, you know, for Justin having time back there. Like, you know, there's just so many different pieces and parts that plays a role in it. Um, you know, not necessarily that we weren't trying to be aggressive and take shots necessarily mm-hmm. downfield, but um, I think some of those um, times it was just, they were just in the right coverage and, you know, they just kind of had it where, you know, that option was taken away. Maybe we just had to dump it down into the flat or we just had to, you know, do more of an intermediate type of game. I get it. But us fans just want to sit here and make jokes about, you know, everybody running too many screens because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. But I, I did kind of like it. You know, I, I thought that Justin was doing a really nice job of uh, of not, play, not playing too much hero ball or anything like that, yeah. just taking what the defense was giving him. Obviously, the, uh, the, the first fumble was a little unfortunate. But again, like, Sometimes the defense just makes a nice play and it's yeah. one of those things. And 
you know what he got to do? Although he was telling Roshan Johnson to like control the football, like, Hey, make sure you're controlling the football. It's like, come on, dude. Um, but again, he was able to rally. That's what's most important. So we got all this in. So, so it's good to get this win. It it feels great. And again, I don't, I don't care what it looks like. Like again, I, especially last year, sitting through so many excruciating games where it was super fun. Like it was, we would play these, especially against Minnesota, where we'd have fun games. We're like, hey, both teams score in the 30s and we lose. I'll take a 12-9 game or a 12-10 game, whatever the final score was. 12-10, I think it was. But what do we yeah, do first going team, I think like I think I seen someone say, like, first team to win without scoring a touchdown in a couple years. It's been a while, especially with the new – listen, I'll, I'll take all of them. If Cairo has to score all <laughs> our points all the way to the playoffs, is that a yeah. thing too? Like, how do you – like, what do you guys feel now? Now, I don't know if you heard me before you came on, but I'm like, we are so close – because mm-hmm. the commanders have to be in that little graphic that's like in the hunt when they show the playoff race in the hunt. They're five and seven. We're four and eight. So we're not far off of this. We're the two games, two games behind the Vikings, mm-hmm. uh, who are the seventh seed. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. Right. What has been the messaging at Hallis Hall this week going into the bye? Uh, what have you guys been talking about? What have the coaches been saying? Yeah, I mean, starting with Flus, it was everything we wanted still right in front of us. Um, as far as just Starting tonight, starting after this win, mm-hmm. we're looking forward to what can we accomplish right in front of us. You know what I'm saying? The first half, second, you know, first kind of part of the season that happened, you know, we're set up where we're set up. How can we control the situations that we get and the next guaranteed opportunities that we get moving forward, you know, towards the rest of the season? And then moving on to the game, that was actually something we actually talked about. It was me, DJ, Mooney. We're kind of talking about kind of doing like the, I guess the mathematics of like, all right, how can we still make the playoffs? And yeah. so, you know, we were talking and, you know, like, well, such and such may have to win. You're obviously we're going to need some help from, you know, divisional games, things of that nature, you know, beat the Raiders, you know, you know, all those different things, you know, but we're like, at the end of the day, we got to win tonight. You know, we got to win the yeah. game tonight. So it's like that stuff will come, but it's like, we got to win tonight. So that had definitely been on our minds as far as just, you know, how can we still make it in? Because at the end of the day, all you need is a chance. That's all you need is a chance in the NFL. And that's what every team fights for. Um, you know, even when you look at a roster, like, oh, this team may not be that good on paper compared to this team or that team. In the NFL, there's no seven-game series, you know, where, yeah. you know, like it's not like that. It's one game to decide for all the marbles. And so um, all you need is a chance in the NFL. And so that's what we feel is that if we got this win tonight, our chance is still alive. And even now, today, moving forward, going into Detroit, our chances are still alive. Yeah, you know, nine wins uh, is still on the table for the Bears if you guys yeah. win out. And so you got to match up after the bye week against the Detroit Lions, and you got to feel pretty confident about that. Now, obviously, they're coming off a loss mm-hmm. to the Green Bay Packers on Thanksgiving. You played them very well. I think perhaps you might have given everybody the, the, the blueprint of how to defeat this team. You got the confidence has got to be growing, and I think that's the next hurdle is that's one of the things we talk about. You got a division win, finally. Now winning two in the row, it feels like a very a very attainable goal. Confidence, again, you guys were talking about the playoffs before the game. Confidence has got to be yeah. high now. No, definitely, definitely. And especially, you know, after losing that Detroit game, you know, that that hurt. That yeah. one really stung. There was there, I can distinctly remember, you know, two games this year that after that those losses, it was like those really hurt. And it was the first game versus Green Bay at home, and then it was that Detroit game that we had lost there at Detroit. 
like the locker room felt different than those two losses than any other losses. And so we definitely can feel that Detroit game. Um, and I know I'm still feeling that Detroit game for obvious reasons as well. And, right. you know, feel like I need to, you know, just um, get, get myself back, you know, after that one. So um, I think, you know, the team itself coming in, you know, hungry, you know, after, you know, after a loss like that and feeling like we had an opportunity to beat this team and feel like we should have beat that team. You know, we, we were mm. whooping them the whole game. And um, that's where we come with that four-minute football, you know, that finishing, you know, mentality. And that's something that, you know, we really took from that game was, man, we have to finish, you know. So I think going into this game, we feel very confident. We're at home in front of our in front of our home fans. So um, I know the place is going to be rocking for sure. And so, uh, you know, like I said, all we need is a chance. All we need is a chance. And so, um, you know, I think it'll be it'll be a great day to play some football come come uh, not not this Sunday, but the following Sunday. Yeah, and I don't want to. Uh, yeah, I don't want to put too much pressure on you, but uh, that game will also be on my birthday. So I just I don't okay, want to put okay. on, I don't want to I don't want to put undue pressure on you. Oh, uh, uh, pressures! Yeah, pressures! Pressures! I mean, you get me into it now. You're right. Okay, we do. Uh, you know, we're actually doing this show live, uh, we, which we normally don't. Oh, should I pull back the curtain? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> we do have a comment from the crowd. We actually have a good comment. Uh, we okay. do want to put this up, Sammy. If you could do it. Oh my gosh, Corey. Thank you. Or is it Corey? Is it Carrie? Excuse me. I got to make sure. Um, it is Carrie. Sorry. Uh, time for that Tyler Scott touchdown. Uh, thanks for all your positive attitude. Uh, much success to you. Bear down. Uh, Carrie, you, Carrie. Yeah, that's really awesome. That You know what? That is the one thing. Now, number one, uh, as, as a professional player, you should never check the comments or do anything like that. But I will tell you that everybody always appreciates your positivity um, the, and the, even like last week showing up and being able to sit here and kind of address everything that's going on. We appreciate it. That's why it's, that's why it's awesome to come here and celebrate the victories. Like you Definitely. go through that, you've gone through that with us is, you know, you showed up at your like perhaps lowest point. Well, now we get to celebrate when things are going on. And I think the touchdown, yeah. I think Carrie's right. A touchdown yeah. on my birthday just seems too apropos. If you ask me. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think it'll be it'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be good. Um, you know, hopefully, I get some opportunities to uh, get in the end zone. Uh, so yeah, I, th I think it'll be good and a good birthday present for you. You know, from me to you. Yeah, and as we have a bye week right here, I think it's important to remind everybody that Game Room Chicago is the best place to watch games on Sunday. Now, obviously, the Bears will not be playing this weekend, but if you're looking for some place to watch the games over the weekend. Perhaps want to watch some Big Ten championship games or any of that stuff. The NFL games, Game Room Chicago features billiards, shuffleboard, ski ball, pop a shot, and so much more. And it's plenty of space to watch your favorite game with a menu featuring Michelin starred chef Mari Katsumura snack foods. There are beer towers, a weekend Bloody Mary bar, and shareable signature cocktails. Game Room Chicago is the place to be on game day. Hope to see everybody there. Tyler, uh, big plans for this off week or what do you got going on? Uh, nothing crazy. Just some Christmas shopping, just some Christmas yes. shopping. Uh, you know, that's my, one of my probably, yeah, it is probably my favorite time of the year. Um, it's Christmas. So, you know, especially now I'm in, I'm in the city or in a state too, um, that, you know, it snows. I feel like yes. you can't have, can't have Christmas. I, I mean, Christmas doesn't feel the same without snow. And, you know, so I think, you know, I'm in a, in a great place for Christmas. So, um, I'm kind of excited too about, I, I heard about some Christmas lights here in Chicago, yes. um, somewhere. So I, I'm, you know, my fiance and I have to go ahead and get out to that to, to see, but I'm all in for the season, 
And, um, you know, that's what I was doing before I got here was I was out Christmas shopping, you know, getting a tree, getting some ornaments, um, you know, just getting everything so my house can feel nice and jolly throughout the season. All right. Well, that sounds like a, a great idea. Do you do a real tree or do you do one of the uh, one of the artificial trees? Artificial, artificial tree. Yeah. My mom did. So when I was when I was younger, my mom did end up getting a real tree. Uh, I think, mm-hmm. So we had I think we ended up having to be had an artificial one. And a real one. I wasn't a huge fan of the real trees, but I was like, yeah, um, you know, but as long as I got a tree in there, as long as it looks like it's got some bells and whistles on there and, you know, looks all nice and shiny, that's all I need. Yeah, it feels weird to chop down a tree for like 30 days. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, let, let the tree grow and let everybody uh, enjoy themselves. But listen, I want to <laughs> I want to thank you so much for being here. Congratulations on a hard-earned victory. I thought it was wonderful. And uh, we hope you have a great bye week. We look forward to talking to you next week on Tuesday or whenever they, when do we do, when do we produce? No, we put it out on Tuesday. Uh, talking to you next week, uh, getting ready for that Lions game where they go get one back. I, there's not a better chance to go yeah. back there. You get, you go back and you get to face those Lions again, go back yeah. and get that victory. Uh, but have a, have a wonderful time off and uh, we'll see you next week. We'll see you. All right, Tyler. Uh, and we'll go ahead and call it right here. Thanks, everybody, uh, for joining us here this evening. Uh, we appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. We'll be back next week. Uh, Carmen Vitale will be back with us for Take It to the Rank next week while we'll the Tyler Scott Show and Rank's rival, hopefully Cynthia Freeland, will come back and join us again. So until that time, bear down and Sammy, go ahead and play us out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.